multitude have brought to light here. Before they began their work, the place had the appearance of a rounded hill. In fact, Gobekli Tepe means hill of the navel, sometimes also translated as potbelly hill. But the excavations have removed most of that original profile. Of course, we cannot say that Gobekli Tepe is a temple exactly, Schmidt answers eventually, obviously choosing his words with care. Let us call it a hill sanctuary. And I do not claim that it is rewriting history. Rather, I would say that it is adding an important chapter to existing history. We thought that the transition from hunter-gatherers to farmers was a slow, step-by-step process. But now we realize that it was a period when exciting monuments that we didn't expect were made. And not just monuments, I prompt. At the beginning, the local people were hunter-gatherers and there was no sign of agriculture. No, Schmidt concedes, none. He gestures expansively at the circles of pillars. But the people who came to Gobekli Tepe and who did all this work invented agriculture. So we see a connection between what happened here and the later emergence of Neolithic societies dependent on farming. My ears prick up at that word invented. I want to be sure I'm getting this right. So, I emphasize, you go so far as to say that the people who made Gobekli Tepe actually invented agriculture? Yes, yes. Could you elaborate on that? Because in this region, we have the early domesticates, both animals and plants. It's done in this region, so they are the same people. And as far as you're concerned, this is the first, the oldest agriculture in the world? The first in the world, yes. I sense that Schmidt is becoming impatient at the way I'm probing this point, but I have my reasons. The areas of Gobekli Tepe that have been excavated so far are close to 12,000 years old, which makes them, according to Orthodox chronology, more than 6,000 years older than any other megalithic sites anywhere. Sites like Gigantia and Manaidra in Malta, Stonehenge and Avebury in England, or the Pyramids of Giza in Egypt. Yet those sites all belong to that phase of the evolution of human civilization that archaeologists call the Neolithic, the New Stone Age, when agriculture and the organization of society along structured hierarchical lines were already well advanced, permitting the emergence of skilled specialists who had no need to produce their own food because they could be supported from the surpluses generated by farmers. Gobekli Tepe, by contrast, belongs to the very end of the Upper Paleolithic, the late Old Stone Age, when our ancestors are supposed to have been nomadic hunter-gatherers, living in small, mobile bands and incapable of tasks requiring long-term planning, complex division of labor, and high-level management skills. Schmidt and I are standing at a point on the walkway that overlooks both Enclosure C and Enclosure D, where I've learned from my background research of an intriguing image carved on one of the pillars. I intend to ask the archaeologist's permission to climb down into Enclosure D so that I can take a closer look at this image, but I want to get his views about the origins of agriculture and its relationship to megalithic architecture completely clear first. Enclosure C, the largest of the four main pits so far excavated, is dominated by two huge central pillars, both of which are broken. In their original state, they would have each been more than six meters, that's about 20 feet high, and weighed around 20 tons. Inset into the wall around them stand a dozen other pillars. They're slightly smaller, but still prodigious. The same goes for Enclosure D. Again, a ring of smaller pillars surrounding two towering central pillars, 
in this case, both intact. Their T-shaped tops, angled slightly down to the front, have no features, but are nonetheless eerily reminiscent of giant human heads, an impression that is reinforced by the faint outlines of arms crooked at the elbow, running down the flanks of the pillars and terminating in carefully carved human hands with long fingers. All this, I say, the megaliths, the iconography, the general conception and layout of the site, to be honest, it looks to be as big a project as a place like Stonehenge in England, yet Stonehenge is much younger. So how does what you found at Gobekli Tepe fit in with your notion of a hunter-gatherer society? It's much more organized than we expected, Schmidt allows. What we can see here are hunter-gatherers who obviously had a division of labor because the work on the megaliths is specialist work, not for everybody. They were also able to transport these heavy stones and erect them, which means they must have had some engineering know-how. And again, we didn't expect that.